News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. People rather should pay extra taxes in order to encourage people to start a family. That is the view of Paul Moreland, demographer at St Anthony's College in Oxford and the author of Tomorrow's People, The Future of Humanity in Ten Numbers, who joins us now. Paul, this is a very um, unusual view in, in the era where, where people are bemoaning climate change and talking about us reducing populations largely in order to save the planet. Well, there are a couple of things. First of all, I think we do need more people. And here in the UK, we are increasingly short of labour. Everyone from bin men to uh, brain surgeons, we're, we're just running out of people. And the data in the census shows that while the population is growing, people of working age beginning to tail off. The biggest growth is in the 70s plus. They need a lot of care. The biggest drop off is in the under five. So we've got a problem coming down the track. Uh, And in the article that I wrote yesterday in the Sunday Times, I proposed a number of ideas. Um, This was not the the tax one was not the only one. Uh, It seems to be the one that's caught the most attention. It's not actually that strange. I mean, after all, people who don't have children in the UK anyway, and I imagine that's the same in the Irish Republic, don't get child benefit. And in many countries in Europe, such as France and Luxembourg, you get major tax breaks for having children. So actually, all I'm proposing is what they have, say, in France, which is a higher tax rate, uh, which is then alleviated somewhat to help people who have children who are creating the next generation who are bearing that financial burden. What would you say, though, to the argument that says, I mean, Ireland, we used to have a, a, a very high birth rate here, and now we're barely at replacement levels. But A lot of that is to do with the the changing nature of society. In Ireland, married women used to have to give up their jobs when they got married. Um, We had no divorce. We had no abortion. We had, I I suppose, what you might call a a lack of women's rights in our country. And that corresponded in some way to that high birth rate. What would you say that that, that suggesting that we, 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 we push the idea of having younger family, having more children and having them younger is detrimental to women in some way? Well, no one wants to go back to the past. And, uh, you know, the Irish birth rate has been high, it has fallen. And and that's true in a lot of countries in the world, as women have got more rights, as contraception and abortion have become more available. Um, What I'm arguing for is the need for a future generation and to find a new modern way of creating that generation. I mean, that's partly got to do with men taking their full share of the child responsibilities, whether, whether, whether you believe as a couple in entertaining the kids or or, um, or neither of you. It's not the woman's job, say. Um, and in fact, you find that in the modern world, it's countries which have more progressive attitudes to possibly to birth outside marriage, um, to supporting women in the workplace, uh, to men helping around the house. Those countries are the ones that actually have a higher fertility rate, countries like Scand- the, the countries of Scandinavia, than countries with very traditional attitudes that used to have a high fertility rate that have retained those very traditional attitudes to women and now have a very low fertility rate, countries like Italy, Greece, Spain. And what about, I suppose, the idea, Paul, that some people can't have children? Either they they can't have because of fertility reasons or they can't have because they're on their own and they're going to be taxed at this higher rate as well uh, through no fault of their own, simply because they aren't producing offspring. Well, first of all, I think uh, every help should be given to people who want children. I think we should spend more assisting people in in IVF, for example. Um, Now, today, people who don't have children don't get child benefit. And in France and Luxembourg, people who don't have children don't get the tax breaks. 
Uh, there are a thousand and one reasons why they might not have children, why they might not want children. But I've never heard anyone say, it's so unfair, I don't get child benefit because dot, 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 I don't want children, I can't have children. So it seems, you know, it, it seems perfectly reasonable to me that um, helping people who actually do have the burden and the pleasure of children uh, it, 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 through the tax system and the benefit system is perfectly reasonable. And, and that is something we're already doing. I'm simply arguing we move towards a more continental model where we do it a little bit more. OK, and, and coming back to the, that idea around climate, um, a lot of people would, would particularly climate activists, um, would view us, the, the human sort of species, the human race, as almost parasitic in terms of how we, we, we drive out other species, we, we colonise vast tracts of the planet and we produce more waste than anybody else and more carbon. Um, us pushing our, our population up isn't going to help that. So, so you know, there are there are people now who believe in not having children to save the planet. What do you say to the people who, who come from that perspective? Well, first of all, I think uh, human ingenuity is a fantastic thing and we are getting better at managing uh, these environmental challenges. I mean, the way we, we are moving towards environmental uh, sustainable energy is one example. But to those who say, I'm not going to have children because I don't believe I should have children, I don't want another generation, um, are they happy to get to the petrol station? And most of them drive cars and find there's no tanker drivers, there's no petrol. Are they happy to take their parent to a doctor's appointment and find there's no receptionist, there's no doctor, there's no nurse? And when they're older, are they going to be happy that there'll be no one in the supermarkets, no one in the hospitals? I mean, they are going to use the services and the labour of those people. They're just not producing them themselves and they'll either pay other people to do so or they'll expect us to import people from overseas effectively, again, using other people's fertility to serve their own requirements. And and what about that idea, you talk about importing people from overseas, what about the idea that that immigration can, I, I suppose, deal with a lot of these issues rather than us increasing our birth rates? Well, I'm not opposed to immigration and we do have huge immigration in the UK. Um, But I do think it's irresponsible for us as a nation, and we still are a nation, to say, oh, we don't have to have children. We can just get other people to have children and and ship them in to whatever our requirements are. We're a rich country. We're a privileged country. Um, And I think that attitude, to be honest, is somewhat colonial and somewhat arrogant. I think we should be taking responsibility for producing our own future. All right. Look, thank you very much for speaking to us this morning. A very interesting point of view. That is Paul Moreland there, demographer at St. Anthony's College in Oxford and author of Tomorrow's People. Let us know what you think. Should we be incentivising this idea of, uh, of as, as Paul describes it, a pro-natal society where we encourage people to have more babies and to have them younger as well. Should we be doing it through the tax system? Should we be taxing the childless as opposed to those with children? Uh, to a greater extent, let us know what you think. 53106 at a cost of 30 cent or tweet us this morning at NT Breakfast. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.